Welcome to Brooks in Babylon. And today is day number 32 of our 40-day fast. Yes. Our text for today can be found in Daniel chapter 9, verses 5 and 6, where it reads, We have sinned and committed iniquity. We have done wickedly and rebelled, even by departing from your precepts and your judgments. Neither have we heeded your servants, the prophets, who spoke in your name to our kings and our princes, to our fathers and all the people of the land. I've recently started reading more true stories of people in the marketplace. There may have been nothing initially remarkable about them, except that they wanted to share what they've learned in life to help someone else. But in every one of these biographies, the author has to come to the realization that they may not have been right about a decision or the way they might have resolved the situation. At some point, we all have to admit some stuff about ourselves. By the time we get to Daniel 9, we are now recognizing something that had to take place chronologically before or during the time of chapter 6. In the first year of Darius the Mede, Daniel recognized the fulfillment of a prophecy found in Jeremiah. Jeremiah recorded God's word that the land of Judah would be desolate under Babylonian rule for 70 years until Babylon would be punished and the Jews could return from exile. That's found in Jeremiah 25, 11 to 12 and also Jeremiah 29, verse 10. Babylon had been punished as a new empire was taking over. So according to what he knew, he was at the end. This is Daniel we're talking about. He was at the end of 70 years and it was time for the captives to go home. Rather than packing his bags and getting excited about this turn of events, we have the prophecy of Daniel chapter 8 which showed that there would be a long time of difficulty for God's people before the sanctuary would be restored. Now we know one more reason why Daniel is so bothered in Daniel 8.27. Daniel's prayer begins with confession. This same Daniel, who we know stood up for God, was not sinless. For all the credit we give Daniel and his friends, it is important to remember that they were not without sin. Never once in scripture are we told that Daniel did anything wrong, yet we know he was not sinless. And Prophets and Kings says the following, Though Daniel had long been in service of God and had been spoken of by heaven as greatly beloved, yet he now appeared before God as a sinner, urging the great need of the people he loved. Daniel never thought himself too good for confession. 
As a matter of fact, he not only confesses for himself, but he is confessing on behalf of his people. For many of us, the hardest thing to do is confess our wrong. We spend time making excuses for why we are justified or should be justified in our behavior. We have to learn to be like Daniel in this regard, that we have sinned and committed iniquity. We have done wickedly and rebelled. This is why we have the scriptures. God's word is like a mirror. If you look into the word of God, into the mirror of the word, soon you will see exactly what you look like. And it is not always pleasant. The beloved apostle John says as much in Revelation 3, 17, because you say I am rich and have become wealthy and in need of nothing and do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. Confession brings us back to reality. We are not disillusioned by our success or our gifts. Confession gives us the freedom to be healed of our delusion. When we confess, we acknowledge our guilt and recognize God's glory. Both ideas are absolute. We are absolutely guilty and God is absolutely good. When we confess, we are saved. Romans 10, 9 says, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. When we confess, we are forgiven. 1 John 1 and 9 says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Confession is a necessary part of prayer. When we confess in prayer, we become people who receive healing, salvation, and forgiveness. Adding confession changes our prayers to dangerous prayers. Prayer activity. The Bible teaches that confession is necessary for healing. That's in James 5.16. How often do you think we should be praying for the sick among us? Number two, think about the last time you prayed. Did you confess anything or did you just ask for what you wanted or needed? How important should confession be in your prayer time? And number three, let's try to change our prayer activities to include times of confession and see how our lives will change. <laughs>